0: Okay, good morning everyone. Maayong aga senyutanan, my dear Kamshans, who will soon graduate from this uh, institution. Again, thank you very much for joining us on our fourth day of the Seniors AIM High Week. And I welcome you all to this very important, another enriching and exciting talk. And very, very interesting and special because our resource person is about uh, 15 time zones away from us. She is currently based in Canada, and that's why it gives an international flavor to our day today. She will be properly introduced, but I'm very pleased that despite her busy schedule and the time difference, she said yes to us. She always says yes to come She's been very, very supportive, and I'm very thankful uh, for Miss Chari. Again, she will be introduced later, but I cannot help but uh, really mention her name Uh, because it's always been uh, available for all of us. So today, our topic is entitled Drive, and very, very exciting and interesting because, you know, we are in the midst of a global pandemic. And even before the pandemic came in, we've already been faced with so many challenges in life, from economic crisis, environmental crisis, and name all the problems you have. But right now, we are here encouraging all of you, inspiring all of you, that despite the many challenges in life, we need to thrive. That's why listen attentively, carefully, and engage in an interaction with our resource person because she will give us a lot of tips and hints on how to thrive to become a better you, a better person God created you to be. So enjoy the rest of the morning and uh, all the best to everyone. Ma'yung agas enyutanan, mabuhay.
1: So help me in welcoming our speaker for this morning. Let's give a big hand for our speaker, the famous Ms. Chari Hinete Elon.
2: Thank you, Sherwin. I was waiting for a round of applause, which I always hear in Kamsey. Thank you. <laughs> yes, good morning, ma'am. Thank you. So- good morning, but good evening from British Columbia, Canada. I'm happy to be back at CAMSI, although it's going to be in a virtual space, and so I'm happy to be here with all of you. And thank you to Sir Dick for inviting me to be part of the Enhancement Talk series of Carlos Hilado Memorial State College. It is really my pleasure to be here with all of you this morning there in Bacolod and in Negros Occidental or wherever you may be in the Philippines. But as I have said, it's evening here in Canada. It's actually seven o'clock in the evening. But for all of you who are watching, especially the graduating students of Kansi, I would like to ask you to put yourself in a place where you can imagine. If you want to close your eyes, you can do that. Imagine. I repeat, imagine yourself in a place where you want to be. Imagine yourself where you are. 15 years from now, let me take you to the future. Imagine yourself what you're doing 15 years from now, how you're doing it, and most of all, why you're doing it. Would you be in your field? Would you pursue a career aligned with the course you have taken in arts and sciences, business, computer studies, criminal justice, engineering, education, fisheries, or industrial technology? In whatever field you're in, ask yourself, 15 years from now, would you be in a place where you want to be? Would you be earning enough? Would you be the head of the department of the company you're working in? Maybe flying high in your career, getting noticed in what you do, maybe helping people, supporting your family. Perhaps you have started a business or employed yourself. You have become an entrepreneur or even brushing elbows with higher-ups in the government, or even in the civic world. In whatever career you pursue, you are successful. You are prosperous. You are flourishing. In other words, you are thriving. That's 15 years from now. But it could also be the other way around. 15 years from now, you may still be struggling. You could hardly make both ends meet you're not happy, you don't have money, you don't have work, or if you have, you hate your job, it doesn't satisfy you, or you feel lost. You feel you don't have enough opportunity, and you think life is unfair and unjust. 15 years from now, which situation would you be in? Flourishing or failing? Winning or losing? Your future lies on your hands. It is not up to fate. It is not up to other people. It is up to you. What you do today will define your future. With God's grace, you have a hand in what happens to you several years down the road. I have said 15 years because that would give you enough time to, after you graduate, look for work or look for the Live your passion, live your purpose, identify what you really want to do. It would depend on three things. However, your failure or your success, your happiness, the risks that you take, or the regrets that you feel. It will depend on three things: your mindset, your attitude, and your action. Today, not tomorrow, not next week, not in the future, but today. What you do today, as I have said, is very important. But before you make any decision, any change, any action for that matter, you got to know what you want in life. Have you asked yourself what you really want? Have you asked yourself what are the things that you're willing to do to get what you want? Now that you're soon graduating... Perhaps you took this course as a stepping stone to your dreams, and that is really good. You're one step closer to making your dreams happen, but this is just the beginning. Would you like to thrive? Mike, you may share the slide, please. When we say thrive, it is about flourishing. It is about you being prosperous. I bet everyone wants to thrive. As Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines thrive as an intransitive verb, it is to grow vigorously, to flourish, to gain in wealth or possessions, to prosper, to progress toward or realize a goal despite or because of circumstances. This is really challenging. How do you thrive despite of the pandemic or because of the pandemic? It is your choice. You can thrive even if, yes, it is possible to thrive despite the pandemic. It's all in the mind. Oh, yes, it is? I don't think so. You would say, what if I'm hit by COVID? What if my family gets COVID? That is very sad. But you don't stop there. There is still another day for you. Again, what you do today will define your future, will define your tomorrow. If you take good care of yourself, if you take action and follow protocols, pandemic speaking, then you are on the right track. But let's go back to the generalities of life. Who doesn't want to thrive anyway? Of course, we all want to thrive. We may have different reasons, but let's establish the fact that we all want to thrive. The real question is, are you willing to take action? Are you willing to do what it takes to thrive? Are you ready to change your mindset, to believe, to believe in yourself that you can and you will thrive? Henry Ford once said, if you think you can or if you think you cannot, you're right. Yes, indeed, I agree with that. Because it is your mind that dictates your action, your behavior, your attitude. And everything follows. Why do you think that our mind is here and not down below? Because it is the one who controls. We all want to thrive, not just to survive. Of course. Because if you do, if you believe in yourself, then no one can stop you. You can become unstoppable. If you believe you can do it, you are already halfway there. Yes, thrive. You are graduating, I'm pretty sure. You are ready not just to survive, but to thrive. So the question is, how do you thrive? It is easier said than done. Of course, it is not easy. But if you know what you want and you know why you want it and how bad you want it, you are willing to sacrifice to get what you want and to thrive, then you can actually do it. To thrive starts with a decision. Every action that we take starts with a decision. It doesn't come in big things immediately. You start with small things. You know what happens to you is actually a result of the small things that you do day in, day out. I'm sure you have all experienced how it is to win. It may be small things, it may be big, but let me tell you an example of what knowing what you want, deciding why you want it, and doing everything to get what you want without fear, without hesitation. I would just like to share with you a story because, you know, they say you start with small things. You start when you are young, especially for you. The little victories that you accomplish, you take that with you and you allow that to inspire you to motivate you to do a bigger, to do bigger things, to do greater, and then that's great. So I would like to share with you a story of my daughter, Rafaela Faith, Elon, who's back home in the Philippines, and she's watching now. And say I so I say, hi, Rafaela, my dear Ella girl. Uh, I ask her permission if I am allowed to share this story. And so she said, yes. Okay. So my daughter, Ella, always watches me coach young students in their speech contest. So I coach students on how to speak, especially for declamation, oration, prepared speech. I coach students. And of course, my daughter, who stays with me in my studio back at Raleigh's Arcade, would always see how I train them, And she grew up learning how to speak in public, and it's just like second nature to her. And thank God, in all the speech competitions that she has joined, she has won. But when she went into high school at University of St. LaSalle, she is still, of course, with LaSalle, at grade 7, she decided, okay, uh, she wants to join the Character Interpretation Contest. And I told her, okay. Panga, if you want to win, make sure that you're going to do your best. No ifs no buts. Let us make sure that you win because you are going to do your best. You're going to practice diligently. You're going to find the right character that you like and that you can act out really well without hesitation, without any sense of self-consciousness. If you want to do it, you've got to dive into it. You're all into it, like 100%. And I told her, okay, you're grade seven. And so in a competition, in a speaking competition or whatever competition that is in a Sometimes those who are in the higher level would have an advantage, right? Because they have more experience, they're more confident. So she has her opponents for grade eight, nine, and 10, and then she's grade seven. And I told her, So during the contest, make sure that you will do everything. Don't give the judges any reason to doubt who is going to win. You should be the winner without any single doubt. And she asked me, how is that possible, mommy? Of course, it's possible. How how do you say that I'm going to win? I told her, number one, I believe in you. Number two, I know you can do it. And number three, you are going to do your best. And of course, number four, I'm going to support you all the way. Everything from the costume to the hair and makeup, et cetera, to your piece, et cetera. And so we did that. We, d- we did everything. She chose... Um, the Red Queen as the character for her character interpretation. And we wrote the script from the movie. And I transcribed the dialogue of the Red Queen. And then when she submitted it to her teacher, it was Sir Jairus. Hi, Sir Jairith. Thank you. And Sir Jairith said, oh, this is character interpretation. We are not allowed in the, in the mechanics. We're not allowed to use the dialogue of the character in the movie. We've got to interpret it. We've got to find the right words, but not the exact words in the dialogue. And so Ella came home and said, but still with a positive attitude, oh, mommy, Sir Jairus said that we have to do this. And then I said, okay, fine, let's do that immediately. And then with her and Sir Jairus' help, we were able to redo her script. We did not pause and say, Ay, what will happen? No, there's no way we did that. No hesitation at all. Still with a positive mind and attitude, we revised her script. She memorized it in two days' time before the competition and then practiced really well. And then knowing Ella, because she has her heart in public speaking, I put in her mind that you are going to win this. You are going to deliver your best. We really did all out, like for the hair and makeup, her her hair turned red. We asked Joanne Bernal to do her makeup, and she was really red queen, if I could just find her picture. I I didn't have time to find her picture for that, but yes, we did that. And then, oh, it was really difficult. She had difficulty taking off that makeup afterwards. However, When we arrived in the school, and then Sir Jairo was there at the gate waiting for her. When she stepped out of the car, I was driving, of course, and I told her, okay, wait, I will park the car and I'll be there. And then she was already in her full costume as the Red Queen with a hair this big, red hair this big, white skin, of course, and the lips without shame. My daughter got into school in full costume as the Red Queen in total character. When she stepped out of the car and Sergei was waiting at the gate, and she, he said, "Wow!" <laughs> and I said, "Okay, that's a good indication already." By surprise, and then on stage, of course, all the contestants were really good, but she was—I think she was the second performer. Her her opponents were already applauding her when she did it, and of course, to cut the long story short. She made it. She became champion in that character interpretation contest. She was grade seven. Her opponents were grade eight, nine, and 10. I'm not saying that they're not good. Of course, they're good too. But the fact was, I planted a seed in her mind and in her heart that she will make it and that she'll do her best. And without doubt, she did it. If you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. That is just an example. One of the many examples, little things that will make you win in life. Why? It begins with the mind. There's also a quote or a, an ideal by Stephen Covey that says, begin with the end in mind. If you do that, if you know what you want, if you know what, how you know how to get there, sometimes you don't know how to get there yet. But as long as you know what you want and why you want it, you'll find ways to get it. That is true. And so what do you do to thrive? Let me share with you the 10 scrolls of Ogmandino. You know, I have imbibed these 10 scrolls of Ogmandino. This will help you at work. This will help you wherever you are, as it has helped me since 2004. When I was... uh, When I was pregnant with Ella in 2004, uh, I read the book entitled The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ogmandino. And he has this 10 scrolls that I have imbibed and I have shared with a lot of my friends and a lot of my students over the years. And I thought that perhaps this would be a great time to share it with you as this might help you pursue your career, pursue the new world out there with or without the pandemic. This will help you. So the 10 scrolls of Ogmandino. Number one scroll, today I begin a new life. How do you thrive when you begin a new life? Remember, we have habits, and sometimes old habits die hard. Sometimes we get lazy. Sometimes we're not motivated. We wait for some people to help us do things for us. To, we wait for inspiration. And we just get into our habits which are not productive. And so today, I will live a new life is an inspiration for you. Every time you wake up, you decide to be a new you. You decide to pursue what you want. So how do you do that? You form good habits. What are good habits? Like just for example, you have an appointment at 10 a.m. What time do you arrive? 10.05? That is late. What time do you arrive? 10 o'clock? That's mediocre. What time do you arrive? At least five minutes before 10 o'clock. That is punctual. That is on time that is good. And when you have an appointment, you arrive on time, not just when you feel like it, but every single time you have an appointment that is habit forming. Being punctual, every appointment that you have is already a habit. And when people ask you to be in an event, they would know that you'd be there because your reputation would precede you. They would say, okay, this Okay, I have invited Miss Cherry to this event. I know she will arrive not just at 10 o'clock, but earlier than 10. She will be prepared because she said so. So your word is your bond. That is number one. Number two, what are other habits that would make you succeed in life? Just waking up with a positive mindset? Is already a habit. Not, okay, don't drag yourself out of the bed. No. You stretch and you think, oh, thank God I'm awake. I'm going to begin a new life today. I'm going to pursue whatever I want to do. And how do you do that? Create a to-do list. Do you have a to-do list? Later on, I will ask you to share if you have a to-do list. What do you write down what you want to do for the day? And then at the end of the day, do you check them? or not. If you don't, then perhaps it might be a good start for you to do it beginning today. You can create a list. Okay, what do I want to do tomorrow? And at the end of tomorrow, you will check, okay, oh I did this. Oh, I did not do this. It's not the end of the world. It's okay if I did not I was not able to do this. I will do it tomorrow. That is fine. Don't beat yourself too hard if you were not able to do everything that you meant for yourself to do. No, it's not that. Create a well-balanced life as well. Have time to laugh. Feel good about yourself. Take a shower. Make sure that you smell good and you look good, especially at this pandemic. Sometimes people, okay, you're attending this session while you're in bed. Oh, come on, get up. You say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm under the weather. I cannot turn on my camera. Oh, please. No, you don't do that. If you want to be up and about all the time, you've got to have self-discipline to be able to do it. And that's habit forming. Sometimes you've got to do the things that you need to do even if you don't feel like doing it. That is self-discipline. Brian Tracy says self-discipline is the ability to do the things that you ought to do even if you don't feel like doing it. I hope you got that. The only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. So guard your habits. Make sure that you form good habits. If you've had bad habits, shed that now. I mean, shed that off now, you know? So good habits are the key to all success. But bad habits, shall I say, they unlock the door to failure. So if you don't want to fail, Make sure to get rid of those bad habits like coming to work late, coming to school late, coming to appointment late. Oh, that speaks a lot about you. So what do you do when you enter the world of professional work? What you do day in and day out is very important. It spells the difference. That's just number one scroll, by the way. Your intent is one thing. What you actually do is another. Today, I will live a new life. Every day is a gift. That is why it's called the present. Correct? So it's. I have also, um, I recalled a dialogue in a movie. This is one of my favorite movies, Batman with uh, Christian Bale. There is this girl who told him, It is not what you are underneath, but what you do that defines you. No matter what you say, what you want to do, if you don't do it, (laughs) that is nothing. What you are underneath is good. It is important, but it is actually what you do that defines you, that defines your success, defines your future. And that's what you do today, not tomorrow, not next week. Next scroll, I will greet this day with love in my heart. Oh, isn't that great? Of course, we want love in our heart. But this is not just romantic love. This is how you react to others. This is love for others, love for yourself which is very important. Sometimes you say, oh, I love others, but I hate myself. And that is not healthy. How can you give what you do not have? If you do not love yourself, how can you love others? How can you love the things that surround you? You know, everything. Like when I wake up, I thank God I'm alive. And I thank, oh, thank you for the things that I have, for the opportunity that was given to me by my family, by my sister, by the people that support me, everything. Be thankful. Pause. Take a moment to be thankful. When you greet the day with love in your heart, it is not just the moment you wake up. No, it's not just about that. It is also about how you react to things that happen to you They say you are defined by your reaction on the things that happen to you. Some people blame the things that happen to them, but no. It is how you react to the things that happen to you that spells the difference. So I'm kind of challenging your mindset here, and it is okay if I perhaps stir the pot. That is fine as long as you get something out of this. Try to, shall I say, reflect how you treat others, how you treat yourself. Do you have self-love? Do you have self-care? Greet this day with love in your heart because, again, you cannot love others if you don't love yourself. Take away that insecurity. Take away that mentality, that limiting belief. That lim- you are limiting yourself. I, I. I cannot do that. Oh, I'm not meant for that. Oh, I can't. Oh, why do you always say no to opportunities? Try to say yes. Even if it's challenging, try it and find out what you can do. Next, how you see others. Sometimes we are so used to criticizing people. You know it's easy to criticize. It's easy to say to see the bad things in others and that's what most people do and that's what most people say about others. But I am more leaning towards thinking about good of the others. Talking about good in the others. Why don't you try to see good in others instead of the bad? You know when you see good in others, You'd have love in your heart, and you'd find that love is, life is more beautiful. It's worth living, right, when you have love in your heart. Let's go to the next scroll. It's scroll number three, and this is one of my favorites. I could not stress this enough. Number three is, I will persist until I succeed. Oh, I love this. Some people quit easily. When things get tough, they quit. They stop and they say, oh, this is not meant for me. I'll change my goal. Hey, don't quit. You can change your ways, be flexible on your approach, but you don't need to change your goal immediately before you have tried everything to get it. So persist. Until you succeed. Be persistent. That is very important. Don't take no for an answer. If someone says no to you, then ask why. Why are you saying no? Can you tell me? Can you help me understand why you're saying no? And then when you get to know the answer, then perhaps you'd find ways to make him or her say yes. And Shall I say change your ways to get to a yes? And sometimes no means next opportunity. If people say no to you, that is fine. There would be another one. Next opportunity. If, for example, you applied for a job and then they said no to you and then you applied for 10 jobs and then they all said no to you, it is fine. You get yes in the 11th. So don't stop. Don't quit. Winners, don't quit. Persist until you succeed. And that is very important. How far are you going to try it? Another story that I'd like to share with you is um, when I tried to apply for my visa as an international student in Canada. I said to myself, oh, um, this might not be too easy because I did it all online by myself. Of course, with God's grace, I got it. And I thank God I got it. But it was not easy. I have, I thank my sister for, supporting me, for giving me this opportunity. But if I did not persist with the opportunity, I will not get it. But I did. So it's the same for you. Sometimes, oh, like for my career too, sometimes you'd be in a crossroad and you've got to decide. What's important is you know your why. What is your purpose? Why are you doing this? When Your happiness is at stake. What do you choose? Is it comfort or happiness? Is it success, temporary success, or lifelong success? Is it yourself, your family, your loved one? You make choices as long as you persist until you succeed. Oh, there are many things that will stop you from getting what you want. I tell you that. However, if you persist, if you do not stop at no immediately, find ways, then you eventually get there. Some people stop and without knowing that, hey, you could have been successful if you did not stop, if you did not quit, if you were not motivated enough. Sometimes you just stop because you said, oh, I'm tired already. I'm not motivated already. Give it to them. And then who's, who's going to lose, not them, you. But we don't want that, right? So let's persist until we succeed. Scroll number four, I am nature's greatest miracle. We are all created by God, and we are all unique in our own way. Of course, there is not one single person that is the same with the others. And so we are all unique. We are nature's greatest miracle. And we've got to acknowledge that. And when we are working with others, we have to acknowledge that too. It's not just you are special, they are special too. And you say, if everyone is special, then no one is. Oh, come on. (laughs) Right? So um, I would like to believe that if you see others as nature's greatest miracle, if we see one another as nature's greatest miracle we'd have a better world to live in we've had a better life we've had a we will have a happier life anyway when you are trying to pursue what you want when you are trying to thrive to prosper what do you do you envy others oh i she has already work while i don't oh she's already there but i'm not Oh, she already has a family and I don't. Oh, she has this. Why do you compare yourself with others? Don't. Because you are special. The number one deterrent to success is envy and racing against time. Life is not a race. You have your time, others have their time too. Others and everyone will have a time to shine. So when others are shining, applaud them. Don't belittle their accomplishment. Be happy for others. Be happy for yourself as well with your little victories because you are God's greatest miracle. Number five, scroll number five, I will live this day as if it is my last. And so what I say to this is that don't leave for tomorrow what you can do today. Sometimes we are embarrassed to tell people what we want to tell them. Because of how they might react. But sometimes take that jump and say what you want to say, but say what you mean and mean what you say. That's for every day. And don't leave things for tomorrow if you can do them today. Live this day as if it is your last. If this is your last day, think about it. Are you doing the things that you ought to do? Are you doing the things the way you want to do them? Are you doing the right thing? Are you on the right track? If this was your la, if this were your last day to live, what would you do? We should all know what we want to do. So don't leave for tomorrow. What you can do today, especially at work. If you enter uh, the professional world, you don't want to have a piled up work and you don't want to be burnt out. You want to have a well-balanced life. And so finish the things that you need to do for that day's work. Don't leave it for tomorrow. And then, okay, I'll do something else. I'll play and then wait and I'll do that for tomorrow. No. Number six. Scroll number six. Today, I will be master of my emotions. Oh, it is so easy. It is so easy and sometimes so good to just allow our emotions to control us. Sometimes we're very temperamental, but hey, it is very, very scary. If you allow your emotions to control you at work, you might get fired if you don't control your emotions. So be master of your emotions, not just at work, but most of the time, if you can't do it all the time, because we are human, sometimes we succumb to our emotions, but when you master your emotions. You control your emotions. You control your temper. You control the way you feel, especially when you feel lonely, when you feel sad and you don't feel like doing things. You still get up and show up. That's wonderful. And so I'd like to, again, repeat what I have Shared with you what the statement of Brian Tracy on self discipline. If you have the ability to do the things that you ought to do, even if you don't feel like it, even if you're not feeling up to par, even if you don't feel motivated, you don't feel inspired to do it, but because you have to do it, you got to get up and show up for your event. You got to get up and study. You got to get up and apply for work. You got to get up and do the things that you need to do for the day. Don't leave it for tomorrow, even if you don't feel like it. And there's this one part of the book of Ogmandino that I would like to share with you in controlling and being master of emotion, and allow me to read this for you. He said, uh, if I feel depressed, I will sing. If I feel sad, I will laugh. If I feel ill, I will double my labor. If I feel fear, I will plunge ahead. If I feel inferior, I will wear new garments. If I feel uncertain, I will raise my voice. If I feel poverty, I will think of wealth to come. If I feel incompetent, I will remember past success. If I feel insignificant, I will remember my goals. If I become overconfident, I will recall my failures. If I overindulge, I will think of past hungers. If I feel complacency, I will remember my competition. If I enjoy moments of greatness, I will remember moments of shame. If I feel all-powerful, I will try to stop the wind. So you'd know that you're not. If I attain great wealth, I will remember one unfed mouth. If I become overly proud, I will remember a moment of weakness. If I feel my skill is unmatched, I will look at the stars. Oh, so beautiful. Putting you on the place where you should be. If you feel insecure, you gotta feel better about yourself. If you feel overconfident and arrogant, then compare yourself with the stars oh, so beautiful, to be a master of your emotions. When you know what you need to achieve and you do these things with the right values, with the right mindset, you can soar to greater heights because you are a master of your emotions and which is very important. How many of us here have felt anxious How many of us here have felt depressed? Oh, it is very challenging to be away from home, I tell you. If you succumb, if I succumb to depression, I will be depressed. But I don't. I refuse to because I am trying to master my emotions. If you find life to be difficult at times, Try to find ways, uh, maybe give yourself a break. Try to make yourself happy. Be with friends, not to drink, (laughs) but people who would comfort you, who would lift you up. Being with people who support you, having a great support group is a big help too. Choose your friends, by the way. Choose the people that you are with, because they are the people who would help you in times of your need. But be careful also of what you read, of what you feed your mind, so you can control your emotions. Number seven. Oh, I like this. I will laugh at the world. Scroll number seven is tricky. I will laugh at the world. Yes, laugh at your mistakes. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at the world. Earlier, I was pushing a cart, just uh, carrying a book, and then the wheel (laughs) went off. I was laughing so hard in the office. But I said, oh, I'm just getting these books. And then when I tried to pull a card, and, oh, my, my goodness, the wheel fell off, and I laughed so hard. So instead of complaining, I found that funny. So finding some things funny about the things that happened to you would be healthy for your mental health. Laugh at the world not in a sense that, hey, uh, You don't take things seriously. No, that's not what it's meant by that. Laugh at the world while you laugh at your mistakes. That is fine. Laugh at yourself when you did this. Oh, how come I did that? Don't berate yourself too much. No. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail. Sometimes you can always get back up. You can still make things right. It's not the end of the world. Right? It doesn't have to be perfect all the time. No, what I'm saying here is, of course, there's room for mistakes. Of course, it's okay not to be okay all the time. And there's this song that I heard this morning. It's Okay by Nightbird. She's a cancer survivor. And she was singing this song. And she shared to the whole world that you don't have to wait for the world to be perfect to be happy. You don't have to wait for your situation to be perfect, to be happy, because you can choose to be okay. Number eight, scroll number eight, today I will multiply my value a hundredfold. Oh, wonderful. Yes, number one example for this is the nonstop quest for learning. Yes, you have graduated, but hey, doesn't mean that yes you are graduating it doesn't mean that after you graduate you would stop studying no studying is lifelong journey is a lifelong journey you still study you still read make sure that you learn a new skill all the time make sure that if you're already good at something make sure that you're going to be better at it make sure that you're going to be best at it be best as you can be be the best version Of yourself. And that way you're going to multiply your value a hundredfold. Oh, yes. Oh, that's exciting. Read books, feed your mind, body, and soul. We do, of course, we eat every day, right? Three times a day for some, for some twice, for some once. But you don't just feed your body, you feed your mind, you feed your soul so that your value will multiply a hundredfold, especially if you're in the workplace. Oh those who are well read get the advantage those who are well skilled get the advantage yes they say app it's they say your altitude is determined by your attitude not just your aptitude your attitude not just your aptitude determines your altitude mm. what do i mean by that it's how you are with others, how you treat people, how, what, how's your attitude, what's your attitude, what's your behavior. It's not just what you know. It's what you do with what you know that matters and how you do it that matters in the real world. That's how you thrive. Multiplying your value a hundredfold is thriving. Oh, I like thriving. I like flourishing. And some say, oh, are you okay? This is very challenging. Oh, I thrive in challenges. How great it is to thrive in challenges. Scroll number nine, I will act now. As I have said, that is very important. Time is the most important asset in the world. You cannot turn back time. You cannot Get what you have lost with time. Once it's gone, it's gone. Once it's it's passed, it's past. And so act now. Acknowledge the time that you have and appreciate it. Recognize. Acknowledge the time, how important it is. Because that's your most valuable asset. You are very blessed because you're very young and you have all the time in the world, they say. But be careful. If you don't start now, you might end up regretting, oh, why didn't I start start early? Why did I not do the things that I needed to do 10 years down the road? You will say that to yourself. Oh, act now. Don't wait. Now. The last scroll is, I will pray for guidance. Yes, we say that we own our future. You own, you control your future. You can predict your success because the results that you get would be the sum of all actions that you make day in, day out. The breakthroughs that you'll have will be the result of the little actions that you do, consistent actions that you do day in, day out. But remember, without God's guidance, we're nothing. Without his guidance, we might be lost. And so let's pray for guidance in the world that we live in, whether we are successful already or whether you are still getting there Or whether you feel you are now a failure, you're not. You are only a failure if you think you are. Remember, you are what you think. You become what you think most of the time. According to Earl Nightingale, that's a very famous saying, you become what you think about most of the time. So what do you think about? Do you think about happiness? Do you think about success? Do you think about greatness? But let me. Change that a bit. Don't just think about it. Pray about it. Do you pray for happiness? Do you pray for success? Not just for yourself, but for your loved ones. Do you pray? That's it. Do you pray? Pray for guidance. And so, as I end this talk, of course, you can ask me questions. I will allow me to read this. prayer it says help me to remain humble through obstacles and failures yet hide not from mine eyes the prize that will come with victory assign me tasks to which others have failed yet guide me to pluck the seeds of success from their failures confront me with fears that will temper my spirit yet endow me with courage to laugh at my misgivings Spare me sufficient days to reach my goals, yet help me to live this day as though it be my last. Guide me in my words that they may bear fruit, yet silence me from gossip that none be maligned. Discipline me in the habit of trying and trying again, yet show me the way to make use of the law of averages. Favor me with alertness to recognize opportunity, Yet endow me with patience, which will concentrate my strength. Bathe me in good habits that the bad ones may drown. Yet grant me compassion for weakness in others. Suffer me to know that all things shall pass. Yet help me to count my blessings of today. Expose me to hate so it not be a stranger. Yet fill my cup with love to turn strangers into friends. But all these things be only if thy will. I am a small and a lonely grape, clutching the vine, yet thou hast made me different from all others. Verily, there must be a special place for me. Help me. Show me the way. Let me become all you planned for me when my seed was planted and selected by you to sprout in the vineyard of the world. Guide me, God. Amen. Such a beautiful prayer. Prayer for guidance. To thrive. Do the things that you ought to do to flourish, to prosper, to succeed, be happy, thrive. Are you willing to do the things that you need to do to thrive? Are you willing to do what it takes to thrive? Thrive. And so, if you have questions, I'm ready to take them
1: okay so there you have it our speaker for this morning miss charlie Hinette elon so thank you so much ma'am for that motivational talk so again our topic is thrive so as defined by many authors and dictionaries uh, thrive means it's to grow to develop and to be successful so but before that ma'am Sir Jay Estrellias, our vice president for academic affairs, uh, greeted you, hi Miss. Hi Doc J.
2: <laughs> hi Doc <Dr>. J. <Jay>. Yes. <laughs> He's my department head in La Salle too. Hi Doc J.
1: Yes. <laughs> so there. And also Reboy uh, commented, I really love your voice, Miss. Listening to your voice makes me makes the talk easy to adopt and understand. It's like I'm listening to a face-to-face podcast. Thank you, Miss. Thank you,
2: thank you Red Boy.
1: <laughs> yes. So, again, thank you so much, Miss Chari, for that inspiring and motivational talk. And thank you for, uh, for spending your time with us today. So, I am very honored to meet you virtually. And nakapamati ko sang topic for today which is very motivational and na move kami tanan and especially I hope the fourth year students uh, are given these tips nga mag encourage sila as they uh, tryom sa ilang a career nga gusto and so always remember ang being mentioned Gina, ni Ms. uh Chari is that our courses are only stepping stones to the the career that we want in life, but in order for us to reach that, we have to thrive. So, because when you want to do it, you've got to dive it with it, and ang ang is to be the best that you can be. So, always remember that, okay.